Hi, you are listening to WRBH Reading Radio for the Blind. This is the Public Affairs Show. I am Carl Arredondo, former chief meteorologist of Channel 4, now an orientation and mobility specialist, a certified one, and I do have a vision impairment. I have retinitis pigmentosis. On today's show, we are going to talk to someone with an organization that does a lot of work and charity work and helps out lots of people all across the uh, the area. We are joined by Tim Paulin. He is with the uh, Riverbend Rotary Group of New Orleans. Tim, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Carl. Appreciate it. Now, just give everybody, our listeners, a brief uh, history of you, uh, where you're from, and uh, your history here in New Orleans. Oh, yeah, certainly. So I I am a, uh, I say a New Orleans boy, but I I grew up out here in Jefferson Parish. I went to Grace King High School, uh, attended UNO, uh, spent a couple of semesters at Southeastern as well. Uh, Been married, still live in Metairie, been married 25 years. We have uh, twin boys uh, that are 13 years old. And uh, and life's crazy because we have twin boys that are thir- 13 years old. So, um, But, yeah, I'm a New Orleans boy, love our culture, love what we do in this city, and, and love being a part of it. I, I get that. I moved here uh, 31 years ago, and this became home quite uh, fast for me. So I definitely I know what you're talking about. It's hard to ever think about leaving this area. Yeah, it's uh, it's and you meet people uh, in the city that, say, oh, you know, I came to New Orleans for vacation, uh, and I just found a home, and I sent for my stuff, and I I never left. I I know more than one person that's done that. Absolutely, and 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 I found out quickly why so much to love in this uh, this region. Now, briefly tell everybody what the uh, Riverbend Rotary Club does. Well, you know, Rotary Clubs, and there's more than just one uh, Rotary Club here in New Orleans. We happen to be the the Riverbend chapter. Um, and, you know, we're a service club, and, and members of our group bring projects that they're passionate about uh, and, and bring it to the club, and, and we try and find some way to, to accommodate that passion and help serve um, that particular project, whatever that may be. Um, we've got uh, all kinds of great things that, that we've done over the years, and I'll, I'll just give you an example of something that I brought to the club um, back when Baton Rouge had some really severe flooding a couple of years ago, I uh, knew some business professionals up there that were affected much like we were in Katrina. A lot of people had water in their houses and, you know, we all know how that feels to have to go muck out your house and, and no electricity and how, how, you know, just awful that can be. So our Rotary Club spent a, a better part of a, a, a Sunday we went up there and we, we grilled food uh, and went and served hot food to people that were mucking out their houses. Uh, we were uh, stationed at a church up there, and uh, part of our Rotary Club went into the church's assembly hall and went and sorted through all of the donations that they had been receiving because they had been getting so much from the community and, and it had been piling up. Uh, in the assembly center, but hadn't been sorted. So they went through and they put all the the children's stuff in one area, all the cleaning supplies in another area. And, you know, so it's it's little pet projects like that, um, all the way up to, uh, you know, running a a New Orleans street festival or uh, working with Rain Tree House. Um, just depends on what your passion is. That's the thing I love about the Rotary. If you've got a passion for it and you bring it to the club, 
um, we can gain some traction and we can be a great help. Now, you mentioned a couple of uh, charities there. Go along a list of a lot of them and leave that one specific one towards the end because we'll talk a little bit more about that one. But go down some of the list of charities you're involved with and and some of the things you do help out in the community. Well, sure. So the Rain Tree House uh, is a house for girls that are in really bad foster situations that have to leave that foster situation and they, they go through, um, you know, this, this transition and this house is a place that they can go. So every, every year for Christmas, uh, we adopt the girls that are at the house. Uh, we all go out and we try and grant as, as many of their wishes as we can. Um, and we go out and we, you know, try and buy them some personal items, some things that they can take with them. Um, when they when they transition out of that home, one of the things that that we do is get them bedding. Um, a lot of they don't have their own comforters and their own pillows and quilts and things like that because oftentimes when they're taken out of a, a bad foster situation, uh, they just don't have anything but the clothes on their back. Uh, so we try and brighten up their Christmas uh, during the holiday time. Um, once we uh, wrap all their gifts and and have it, we go sneak it into the office. And while one group is sneaking it into the office, another group is uh, working with the girls doing crafts and, and making gingerbread cookies and, and fun stuff like that. So we just try and be a, a little a little beacon of light uh, for these girls during a, a time where, you know, they love to be with their families, but it's just not possible. So Rain Tree House is one that we've got a, a real passion for uh, and have been working with them for many years. And you, uh, we you, were... Oh, yeah, good. I was also going to, I was also going to say uh, some of the others that you were going to talk about, but go ahead. Yeah, you know, so SBP, uh, which started out after Katrina's St. Bernard project and helping uh, re- rebuild homes in St. Bernard Parish, uh, we've worked with them for many years doing rebuilds where we'll we'll spend you know a Saturday going out and um, either building or, um, or or tearing down, just depending on what the project is that day. Um, and a lot of times we will do that in conjunction with other Rotary clubs uh, from around the greater New Orleans area. So we all kind of have an opportunity to co-mingle and, and mix and, and really get some great work out there uh, done. We, we've done work with Habitat for Humanity. Um, we work with uh, the uh, Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation every year doing their beach sweep uh, where we may not necessarily be on the beach, but we'll be on one of our New Orleans thoroughfares from one end to the other, picking up trash and, and trying to make it a little bit of a better place. So um, one of our members, uh, Dr. Uh, Andrew Ward, uh, has produced over the years the I Know Concert Series, where from 2014 to 2019, he's done 21 concerts in uh, four different countries. He's done them in Uganda, Rwanda, the UK and France. Uh, he's had over 350,000 attendees at these con- uh, concerts, and uh, they're all tested for HIV as they come into um, as they come into the concert. And so, if it's a positive test, there's a, a medical tent that's kind of off to the side that they can begin treatment. Uh, before they go into, you know, as they find out. And it's a really, I would imagine, a really shocking thing 
as you go in and you're, you're, you find out that you have tested positive for this. So they have people there that are, help them kind of get on a treatment plan. Um, they have uh, uh, 35,000 people have uh, tested positive for HIV, and 99% of them are still in continued uh, medication-assisted treatment. So it's uh, really an amazing uh, program that he has put together. And, you know, the pandemic, um, you know, threw, threw a, a curveball uh, at the program. And I know that that's something that he's hoping to get started uh, here again in the very near future. Okay, that's awesome. There's a lot there. But one in particular grabbed my attention, and that's why I asked you to be on the uh, show today, because I am visually impaired in the radio station uh is uh, primarily for visually impaired or people with no vision, but it is for everyone as well. But there's one um, thing that you did, that you all did, the Rodeo Club, that grabbed my attention and wanted to explain what that was. Sure. So our Rotary Club um, put on the Ferret Street Festival uh, just recently, uh, wildly successful. Uh, March 26th, we had a beautiful day. Um, low humidity, one of those chamber of commerce kind of days. Uh, and in, in putting together the festival, you have to serve beer uh, and drinks and whatnot, because what would a New Orleans festival be without beer and drinks? Uh, and so we partnered with uh, Lighthouse for the Blind in ordering our uh, Ferret Street Festival logoed paper cups to serve beer out of. Uh, it gave us a great opportunity to work with a local charity um, to help them out, um, and they tremendously helped us out by supplying us with uh, uh, 30,000 cups that we could use on Ferret Fest Day. So uh, it was a really great partnership, and, and we look forward to, to working with them in the future. Um, one of the, the neat aspects of their program and, and what it is that they did for us is um, we you know, certainly didn't use 30,000 cups on that day, uh, and they are nice enough to warehouse uh, some of the cups for us. So when we do need them, we just call them up and go pick up a couple of cases and uh, kind of roll for there from there, which I think is a, a really great um, aspect of what it is that they do, because I don't know about you, but I don't have storage for 36,000 cups. No, 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 I don't have storage <laughs> at all, period. I just recently moved, and we need some more room from some of the stuff that uh, that we brought into a new house. So I, I hear you. Now, um, what can, uh, how can people join the Rotary Club if they're interested? You're, you're, you're part or one of the other uh, Rotary organizations in New Orleans or, or the area. Yeah, so uh, like I said, there, there's clubs all over. Um, there's you know, clubs in, a club in Belchase and West Wego. Uh, there's the Carrollton Club, the New Orleans Club. Uh, we're the Riverbend Club. You've got a club in Metairie. So if you just go look up, you can Google Rotary and, and find our local clubs there. Uh, but if you really want to come have a great experience, come join us on Monday nights at Acropolis on Ferret at 6.30 p.m. Uh, is our Rotary meeting. Uh, and we do, you know, sort of a, um, a business meeting for the first half hour. And then every week we have a different guest speaker. Um, and, and we've seen some really great presentations and speeches given over the years. Uh, from we try and get some really interesting speakers. Sometimes they're charities uh, that are there helping, you know, coming to promote their charity or their event. Uh, but we had um, the lady um, uh, who helped to identify 
the wave that that went through space that proved Einstein's theory of relativity years ago. She, one of our members, knew her and brought her uh, and gave a speech at our club. And and I just uh, I thought that was a ama- an amazing speech. It was my my most memorable one anyway. Uh, until we have you, Carl, out to speak to our club, and then I think at that point you are going to become my most memorable uh, presenter. Oh, I don't know. I think, right? That previous <laughs> guest sounds like she would top me anytime with what she discovered. Uh, but no, I'd be happy to talk to you guys anytime, so we, we can work on that uh, for the near future. I'd love to. Um, how can you know businesses, how can they help the Rotary Club if they're interested in maybe assisting with some of your charities? How do, how do they contact you? So we have a website, and I believe it's nolarotary.org, but I'm going to double-check that while uh, uh, just to make sure I have the right address. Because uh, I you know, would hate to get out the wrong address, uh, web address for this. And, of course, it's, uh, it's really slow, slow internet <laughs> yeah. connection today, right? Right. Uh, but, yeah, it's mm-hmm. nolarotary.org uh, mm-hmm. is our, our web address. And we're the Riverbend Rotary Club. You can donate. If you would like to give us money, you can donate to us through PayPal. There's a button uh, on our website that allows you the opportunity to do that. It also lists our meeting day and time and location uh, on that website. And on that website, if someone wasn't a member and they had a – an idea over a project or a, a fundraiser, can they contact you directly through the website or can they reach out to a member? You can. You can contact us. You can send us an email um, uh, through the website. There are some links on here uh, that allow you the opportunity to do that. Um, but the best thing, if you if you have a project or have something that you would like to bring to us, the best thing to do is to come visit us in person. Come Come attend a meeting. Come meet the members of the club. Um, it, it really is the best way to get engaged with our group and, and to ask for help. Okay. Now, you've talked about the Fred Fair. What else do you all have coming up? Do you have any other events you'd like to talk about or something in the future that you're working on? Well, you know, one of the – as a part of the Ferret Market and the Ferret Street Festival, so we put on a uh, an art market the first Saturday Saturday of the month from October – through March. So we're done for this season. Uh, we'll start up again uh, on October uh, the 1st will be our next market. And there's a parking lot that we do the market in. It's right on Ferret Street at the corner of Ferret and Jenna. Uh, and on our off months, the first Saturday of the month, we're out there cleaning the parking lot. Uh, we go out there with our, our weed uh, whackers and, and blowers and, and gloves and trash bags and you know, try and make sure that that parking lot stays straight. Um, as we come into uh, the market season, uh, on the days of the market, we're out there at 7 a.m. setting up tents and a stage and uh, preparing the parking lot for our vendors. We typically have somewhere between 75 uh, and 100 vendors that come out to the market uh, each time we have one. We've got food vendors that, that do some amazing food. Uh, Nola paella is one where they, these huge skillets of paella, uh, and they're just a, 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 an amazing, uh, it's an amazing meal. Uh, the spicy fried chicken guys, uh, the, <laughs> those guys are my favorites uh, as well. 
everybody loves a good spicy fried chicken sandwich. Uh, and we usually have a, a couple of bands uh, that come out and play. We've had uh, One Love Brass Band, uh, Valerie Sassafras played with us just recently. Um, so we get a little music out there. We're sponsored by uh, Rouse's and Port Orleans Beer. Uh, so we've got some good Port Orleans beer, and uh, Rouse's right down the street is a great support for us. Uh, so those markets, like I said, first Saturday of every month, those won't kick up again until October. But they really are a great community service. We could give uh, some of our, art, our uh, artistic folks in the community the opportunity to showcase their art uh, and sell it. And um, usually we have a really great turnout. Um uh, especially come December markets as it starts to get close to the holidays. Um, no, go ahead. I was going to say our big festival is typically the first weekend of April. Uh, we did it um, this year. We did the, the last weekend of March. It just fit our schedule a little bit better. Uh, so we're kind of eyeing up and looking forward to, to the first weekend of April already uh, next year, because uh, it's just such an amazing day to, to have three stages of music and 200 vendors on Ferret Street from Napoleon to Valmont and everybody having a good time and, and just really enjoying, um, you know, New or good New Orleans culture. And so we're looking forward to that again next year. And we'll have a couple of summer projects come up, you know, where we'll work with, uh, uh, like I said, SBP, Habitat for Humanity, and the Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation. Um, and I don't have dates on those yet, but uh, I know that those are coming up um, as we get into the May-June time frame. And that could be a future show. You can come back on and we'll talk about those dates and let everybody know as well. I'd love to. Um, I do have to give a shout out to our mutual friend, uh, Tanya Silvernagel. She is the one that uh, made this connection for us. She is my awesome CrossFit coach. And uh, people that have been listening to this radio program know that every once in a while I have to throw in CrossFit into it. So uh, there's a big <laughs> shout-out to Tanya. She's the one that suggested this. And uh, and uh, I know we tried to get this uh, set up before the fair, but uh, unfortunately we couldn't work out a schedule. But we want to do uh, have you on to talk about your great um, organization and what you all do. Yeah. Tanya uh, is a, a recent member of our, our club, and we love to have her, especially um, she brings with her CrossFit guys to help set up tents and stages early on Saturday mornings. And, uh, you know, that is so tremendously helpful uh, to getting that thing set up because, um, you know, if you've got a couple of guys that are, are uh, CrossFitters that are up there setting up the stages and, and tents, it makes it a lot easier. Oh, yeah. Strong dudes. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of fun to have them. Uh, yeah, they are. And I've seen them because, uh, you know, that uh, CrossFit is supposed to promote uh, functional fitness. So what you do in the gym translates to what you do in everyday life. So setting up tables and moving things around. That's all part of it. So, yeah, Tanya's great. I, I do appreciate her as my uh, coach right now. So, um, Also, you talked about one thing when we talked on the phone earlier, and I thought it was pretty interesting. And let's uh, just talk a little bit about the, um, the Haitian Birth Center. Yes. One of our members, and again, this is, these are projects that club members are passionate about. Uh, Rotary offers the opportunity, Rotary International offers you the opportunity to do what they call a global grant. And when you apply for a global grant, you have a sponsoring club in the country at which you are applying for that grant, uh, plus our, our club here in New Orleans. So we had a club in Haiti, a club here in New Orleans, and we applied for a grant so that we could help to purchase 
a pickup truck that can be outfitted uh, as a, a transportation device for mothers who are getting ready to deliver a baby. And the way that this got started was there was a, a, a woman who was getting ready to give birth and she was having complications. And it was a group of women who took their shoes off and carried this lady to the birthing, birthing center over a very long distance and a long period of time. And had they had a service like this, had they had a, a truck that could have gotten there and picked this lady up, uh, she was fine and, and the baby was delivered and they got her there on time, but it would have been a lot easier uh, than these other four women having to carry this lady all this way to the birthing center. And so one of our members saw a need uh, and applied for a global grant, and it was it was awarded and granted. And I believe we are we either have taken delivery delivery or are in the process of taking delivery uh, of that truck uh, for that birthing center. And yeah, again, just a, a passionate member with a, a, a place in her heart for uh, that birthing center, and uh, we we got it done. I, I guess what impresses me the most, and I wasn't aware of this, is how much of a reach the Rotary Clubs can have, depending on, you know, their members and what they want to do. And, I mean, we're talking about places across the world that you guys are involved with because of your members. And I think that's fascinating because, I mean, I wasn't that aware of how much of a reach the Rotary Clubs have across uh, the country. Yeah, absolutely. We have a, a couple in our um in our Rotary Club, Rabbi and Joanne, and Rabbi and Joanne travel. And when Rabbi and Joanne travel, they bring a Riverbend Rotary flag with them, and they go visit other Rotary groups uh, around the world. Uh, and they have um, visited quite a few and brought back quite a few of their club flags uh, to us over the years. Uh, and it's a family. It, it really is. Um, you can go uh, anywhere in the world just about, and find yourself a Rotary Club, and when they find out that you're a fellow Rotarian, uh, you're very quickly welcomed with open arms. Well, that's great. Uh, Tim, before we wrap up, give your website again in case anyone listening would like to get uh, involved or reach out to you guys again. Sure. It's www.nolarotary.org. Awesome. Now, before we wrap up, Tim, I usually ask uh, four questions of uh, my guests, and they're more of a more into you to just give people a, an awareness of you and your taste. Uh, uh, if you're ready for these four questions, I don't tell my guests ahead of time. So, are you ready? I'll do my best. All yes, right. Sir. First one is: What is your favorite movie, and why? Oh, good question. Um... This is my favorite movie and why. Um, uh, okay, I will pick The Breakfast Club from 1985. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I was a teenager when that came out, and it resonated. And I'll tell you why it's my favorite movie today. Uh, my wife and I watched it recently and laughed through the whole movie about how ridiculous the teenagers were. So <laughs> oh, yeah. quite a contrast oh, yeah. where it was a movie that was just a, you know, something that resonated so well when I was a teenager and then watching it as an adult, how ridiculous it is. That is a good one. A good one. Okay. Now what is your favorite type of music or genre of music? Ooh, um, you know, I just went and saw uh, tool in the uh, Smoothie King Center recently. I, I, I like the rock and roll. Uh, I like the heavy and hard rock and roll uh, as well. 
Um, but I like all kinds of music. It uh, it runs the gambit, but um, but yeah, I, I, Tool's one of my favorite bands. I like them a lot. Okay. Now, what does uh, Tim like to do to relax, to get away from everything? What What's the thing that you do to relax? I love chasing that little white golf ball around. Oh. Uh, <laughs> if I can get out there and go play a little bit of golf, especially in this weather, uh, it's just, it's so nice. It's heaven. I know a lot of people that love to play golf. I can't handle putt-putt, so I get too irritated with putt-putt. I could never do the real thing. I've said that many, many times. Now, your final question is, what is still on Tim's bucket list? What is something you still want to do or hope to do? Well, that's a good – you know, um, retirement looks really like a lot of fun, but I don't think I could sit still. Um, but, uh, I would like a, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to a really nice fishing boat, uh, take my boys fishing and, and I'm, I haven't had a boat for a couple of years, um, and looking forward to getting, getting an, another one and, and something that's, uh, really nice and, 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 you know, to put on top of that, a, a nice little fishing camp out, uh, towards the Wrigley's would be a really great thing as well. Well, then retirement could also give you more time on the golf course too, or you, you realize that. You wouldn't be just stuck yeah. at home. <laughs> For sure. I think i got a few years before that happens. So. There you go. If I retired, I'd probably spend more time with Tanya in the gym and be there more often than a golf course. <laughs> That's not a bad thing, though. I know. It's not. I enjoy I enjoy the, the pain that uh, we get when we go to the, the gym there with uh, the CrossFit. So, um, Tim, I want to thank you very much. It's very impressive with the work that you and the Rotary, the Riverbend Rotary Club does across the, the region and across the world. So I want to thank you for joining us today. Hey, Carl, thanks for having me. I'm uh, happy to come on anytime. All right. Thank you. And we'll uh, talk later about a future speaking engagement. I'll be happy to go and talk to you guys. Okay. Yeah, Tanya's already claimed you as her guest speaker, so uh, even though I give the invite, she gets the credit. Okay, well, that will, I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> All right, thank you, Tim. I appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye now. You have been listening to the Public Affairs Show on WRBH 88.3, Reading Radio for the Blind. Once again, I am Carl Arredondo. Thank you for listening.